Can I say we'll give it up? Matthew Overgard Thornton. <laughs> wow. Welcome back uh, for the third time to the pod. I wish it was the third time. It is. It's you, the second time. No, no, baby. It's deep dive with wallflowers. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair uh, Sturgis. <laughs> R- rumple, rumple nuts. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, why did he get it better one than me, Reginald? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Sturgis Reginald. Water. Wateries. Water. It's pronounced rumple new. Uh, you guys are fucking insof- unsophisticated. Uh, unsophisticated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> unsophisticated non-Frenchman, which is a redundant saying. Can I say the F word? Is your mom going to hear this one? Yeah, she is, and uh, she. Right. That's I'm fine. Gonna, I'll, I'll. I can. I can. You guys can say it. I can't say it. She's, Fuck. Okay, she's okay with she's that? Not go- <laughs> she's not going to judge you two because she didn't give birth to you. She'll oh, judge she- me. She'll go, oh. If that, I say it, she'll that, go, oh. That no. Matthew. Oh. She, and that's her, that's her whole thing is she'll just look down and go, oh. Yeah. What I didn't know do? if it was guilty, guilty by fraternization or anything, so I didn't no, want to no. get you in trouble. Or I don't anything. think she cares. We're here, uh, gentlemen, please say sharp. Uh, we're here <laughs> to do a deep dive of the bends this is the second studio album by the english rock band radiohead it was released on march 13th 1995 do you know 95 what you were doing in march of 1995 i was a senior in high school this was i was i had senioritis so i was uh almost out of high school right i graduated close three months later oh Barely. I barely graduated. Says so much. Yeah, I got like D's in high school. Really? Like when I opened my... Um, Trapper Keeper? No, the the pleather thing that they give your, your diploma in. Yeah. I looked up and two of my uh, teachers were like, you're welcome. They <sighs> mouthed to me because they were like, we gave you a D minus instead of what you really earned. Which, which was, was an R. F. R. <laughs> Uh, you should be trank darted and taken to a zoo <laughs> to live with the monkeys. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, you're welcome. Yeah. You graduated. Love them. Awesome. So sweet. Oh yeah. Uh, super cuddly. Uh, Sturgis. Uh, I was a, a couple years before that, but I actually had a very similar story with high school. I feel like I had a teacher that was like, Hey, I'm not going to be the one. <laughs> that yeah. holds you back for a year. <laughs> well, because you were probably uh, nice. So yeah, you were like nice I was really like, nice. I was well behaved. I just didn't. Do, I just don't care. Yeah, yeah. Like I was like not good about, at school. About econ, right? Uh, but yeah, so I was probably uh, let's see, ninety five. I was probably a, a sophomore in high school. Uh, I was definitely not uh, thinking about making music just yet. I think no. I was just doing the. I was playing drums at the time. I hadn't even picked up yeah. a guitar yet. So, so sexy. Brian was. Wow. In college, three years into college, going to yeah. prom with his high school girlfriend. At who, her prom. At her prom. Of at course. Prom. They don't have prom in college. Yeah, he had to go he go back. He had a couple of gray hairs in his beard. He's No, I, let me tell you what I was actually doing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what? <laughs> March 1995. Dig this. I was living in Germany. And I was, I was uh, that was the first year that I had lived there. And I was living with a family, wow. and I was learning German, and I was fucking off in a, yeah. in, a, in, a, in a really righteous way. Ich habe einen Freund und einen guter, schön, Schatzi, Sashi, Verbesta, sure. Yeah, as you say. So that's where we were. Yeah. We were in various stages of, of, of decomposition. Y'all were in high school. 
this was my post grad year uh, living in Germany and watching uh, MTV religiously to get a little bit of American culture okay. and, and to and to get hip to what I don't know you know you're pretty removed at that point. Most like, tracks, sorry, baby, it's like a way to stay connected. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. okay. Yeah. Most tracks were produced by John Lecky. I don't know John. Um, Nigel, Nigel Goldrich Nigel only Godrich. produced mm-hmm. one song on that record. For real? But from then on, he was the cat. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, interesting. The Benz was the first Radiohead album with cover art by Stanley Donwood, who, with singer Tom York, do you say Thom or Tom? Tom. Yeah, Tom, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, has since produced all of Radiohead's artwork. It was also Radiohead's first collaboration with Godrich, who has since produced all their sub- subsequent albums. So came out March 13th, 1995. Now, let's just take a moment to think about the music that was super hot, right, in the, in the early 90s. Mid-90s. Mid-90s. Smash Mouth. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Please. We needed Radiohead. We did. There was a lot of well, Mark McGrath. I, why? Right? I don't know. I, don't know. I, I just I don't remember know early 90, like 91, 2, 3, that's all grunge, right? It's yes. Pearl yeah. Jam. So, Soundgarden, Nirvana. Octoon Baby. U2's Octoon Baby came there out in 91. 91. Yes. Incredible record. Great. There's a ton of great music that 90, is coming out right. in the early 90s. Right. What a breath of fresh air after all the bullshit of the late 80s, right? I mean, were you guys into that? Like Poison and Cinderella no, and all no, that shit? No, no, I mean, that's no, it. No. Why? Uh, I don't know. It just never appealed to me at all. If, if there was anything that from the 80s that I dug, it was more like the synthy type stuff. Okay, like that sure. That kind of stuff that yeah. was just, it was all just so plasticky. Yeah. And all of it. But I mean, it just served its served a purpose, I guess. But yeah, I never got into like the hair metal stuff. I never, was right. never. I went the other way with, yeah, like, like. The Cure and yeah, New, Depeche, New Order, Depeche, Depeche Mode. Mode. Yeah. 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 Um, so, so this record, and let's just talk very briefly about uh, Pablo Honey, because Creep did nothing for me. I was, un- I, you know what I didn't like about it? It was Johnny Greenwood. I didn't like that. I was like, why? Like, what are we doing? Right. It's a beautiful song. That did nothing for me. And I was like, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. What What's your thought on Pablo, honey? I mean, I feel like Creep especially, clearly, think about it now. I mean, that song was well before its time. I mean, you know, I don't think it reached its zenith of popularity until decades later, you know? Like, that wasn't a hit when it came out, was it? Kind of, I mean, maybe. I think, I I think, think it, it was. was. It was like, a, that kind of broke that. Was it that yeah. early? What year was yeah. that then? Do you, well, let's go. Okay. Uh, I'm just curious. I don't want to get off topic, no, but I'm just curious because I feel like it's... 1992. Late, that, yeah. late September 1992. Okay. Then it's, maybe what I mean to say then is that it just has like incredible staying power that, you know, is a whole new other generation of people that are like out playing that song. Right. Now. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's kind of what I was getting at. What I don't know and what I what I would love to know is what was their record deal? Like was it a two album thing, a three or four? So th- so the Benz came out on a on a label called Parlophone. Never heard of it. It's probably a subsidiary of whatever. Um but I'm curious because, you know, in, in doing a little bit of research about the Benz, the the label was obviously like you need to recreate creep right if you can't match creep do creep again you will be dropped that's what that's what got the radio play that's got 
that got you famous. Right, right. So they were feeling a little bit of this, a little bit of this pressure, quote unquote. Tensions were high with pressure from EMI. So EMI must have owned Parlophone to match sales of their debut single, Creep. And they took a little longer uh, than normal, uh, but they did some recording in Abbey Road. They kind of took their time and, again, had a couple different producers. Uh, Nigel just did one uh, song from that and this other cat. Um, which song is now it? I want, yeah, now I want to know which one uh, it is. It was track 10. So what was track 10? Just? Of the Ben. Stand by. Uh, no, that's on. Huh? Oh, yeah. I think it is Just. Could be. Could be. I can't find that was a lucky. It was a stab in the dark. I um, hold on. Stand by. Felt right. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, yeah. six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Black Star. Oh, interesting. It fits, anyway, it fits with the rest of the stuff though too. Yeah, it's cool. Well, it's not a complete and, departure. And the fact that they found their guy. Yeah. That part's cool. That's insanity. Because we've talked about this before, where it's like when you find somebody that's part of the team as soon as you find that person, it's like, it opens up new creative doors. It takes you to a different place. Like, right. you know, you go, Oh, fine. Like, this is yes. what we've needed. Like as somebody right. that, that shares the same kind of vision or whatever, or you dig their treatment or whatever it may be. And one thing I didn't put together, the bends is a sickness when you rise higher too quickly when you're, when you're underwater, when you're underwater. underwater right. Yeah. And I actually, that, I came prepared more to talk about that. I was confused as to what this podcast was going to be about. <laughs> so decompression sickness, everybody is a serious condition that affects <laughs> dozens of Americans every, <laughs> every year, every week, every week. So it would, that was in response to the meteoric rise of Pablo honey. That was a reference to that. And I never put that together, but that makes great fucking sense. That's great. So they're feeling this. I'm this, getting, I'm just getting that right now. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, let's let me just let me just touch on some stuff. Um, Dude, the Benz was neither really cool. an English album nor an American album. It's an album made in the void of touring and traveling. It really have had the feeling of quote we don't live anywhere and we don't belong anywhere. Uh, it was described as intriguingly disturbed, bipolar. Um, one other thing that I thought was interesting <laughs> was that Tom York was inspired by Jeff Buckley to use falsetto. Wow. That's awesome. Isn't that? I mean, I'm like, holy fuck. I mean, and Jeff Buckley is a huge influence on he's, me. And, yeah, and, and, he's incredible. Yeah. And, yeah. and totally made it cool to use a falsetto sure. in a kind of, um, in, in a way, like it's another thing in your toolbox. It's maybe right. not the only thing you do, but use it for effect. Use sure. it, you know. Anyway. I wouldn't call this album bipolar. I think it has a lot of versatility. It has a lot of uh, diversity. And I, that's one of the things I love about it because it takes you kind of on a journey that's up and down. And and also, I don't want to speak out of turn and jump ahead, but like I feel like it's a, it's a master class on song sequencing like pick you know mm -hmm. I, I, you guys both know as yeah. well as i do like when you have a record and you gotta then you all the songs are done then the last thing you do just about is like decide the order that they're all going to go in this album is a master class for that right yeah where it's just yeah. it, it's this perfect beginning and this perfect end and then it in the middle it just kind of takes you places it goes up and it goes down and and i i think you know i think at the time i thought of the record as just a great rock and roll record yep 
it just was, you know, and we've talked about this before. It's just a bunch of cats playing instruments with some elements, some kind of psychedelic elements and, and kind of industrial elements and some of the production. But, it, but, but, but if you boil the shit down, it's a rock record. It's... It and is. it's a rock record in a time when rock was many king. People, it's five guys playing electric guitars yeah. and bass and drums and and keys, maybe. But, yeah. the, but it's also got songs but, like "Nice Dream," or it's got right. songs like you know. Uh, uh, there's departures from that. There's there is that edgy, just gritty. This is rock and roll. But then they also included brilliant tracks like that that just had a, a wildly lighter side. Mm-hmm. You know, like more vulnerability where there was no. Well, it wasn't rock out, but it was still even songs like that. It's like it's not um, orchestral. It's not a bunch of it's not a ton of instruments. It's like you can still do that on three guitars, bass and drums mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. pretty much like the, right. it's it's a it's a rock band. And then they would do the like the arrangements, the writing, the the way that they would do intros and outros and all that stuff was brilliant. But it's. It's still, you know, you can just play a clean telly. Right, right, and get some of the parts and, over, you know. Yeah, like... Right. And the, well, I think Testament is that we can do those songs solo acoustic and still get it over. Right. They're still oh. rooted in an, in an organic... A bunch of them, thing. not all of them. But well, I but, try to do some of them and it doesn't... But a lot of those songs start out by <laughs> banging on the acoustic guitar. Right. There's so much acoustic guitar in this yeah. record, too, when you right. think about it, like, and, you know... And and but in retrospect, at the time I thought this is a great rock and roll record. In retrospect, it is a transitional record, right? Because what they do after that, what they did before that, uh, yeah, you know what whole, I'm saying? A whole different thing. They went off the fucking map. Right. And I would so good. I would charge you to find I can think of maybe one or two other bands that were able to over the course of their career shape shift so much. Right. You right? too, maybe comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I would maybe even argue a cold play. Um, yeah. But usually they, but usually that, they go in threes where they, they're finding out who they are. Then they really become who they are. Then they, then they have to reinvent that. And then they uh, fade into dumbassery. Mm-hmm. Before you said the last thing, I was going to say the Beatles kind of did that. <laughs> Beatles, exactly. <laughs> they, 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 right. you know, yeah. But there aren't, there aren't, it's not like dozens of bands can take no. you on this journey of their career. Usually you just trail right off and you're gone. Right. Yeah. You do, right. You do or you one, have your thing. You do one good record, and then you, the next one is a follow-up to try to match the popularity of the last one. Mm-hmm. And then the third one is some desperate attempt at trying to write pop songs and, you know... And then you die off, or whatever. what was that's, the that's what was the up. what was the quote? It was like you spend your whole life writing your first record, and then like mm-hmm. you have four you know, months, like you have four to write your second right. one, or right. something. Yeah, right. And they, I mean, they didn't do it in four months, but no, no, no but there was, was an hour, uh, an hour. There was a a year and a half. And in in my little research, it was because they were out touring, and they were opening for REM, and they just got a master class on song performance you know all the shit and the band members were like tom tom's songwriting just went through the roof right you know um can you guys guess what the first single was for what off of the bends for what <sighs> i remember my first podcast <laughs> jesus <laughs> do you i was no, not I don't. <laughs> I don't it was me uh, was it uh, could this, be. This is this is off topic, but 
I don't know if Fake I have an plastic. answer. But, but, but I, had a, I, I had a thought earlier today where it's like, it's weird when you think about a title track, quote unquote, where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, we're going to name the album The Benz and we have the song The Benz. And yeah. it's like, when you do that, is that the move because you like that term or that, that right. name? Or it's because like, no, no, this is like the quintessential whatever. So right. Like, Right. I'm guessing by the look on your face, that's not the right answer. No, is it high and dry? <laughs> no, what? it's gonna be weird. He's he's got to look like it's gonna is be fucking weird. Star? No, I'm just gonna name all of them. Okay, until you. Well, it's not gonna be the one that you fucking was come it up street with. Street spirit fade no. out. Was it? <laughs> My uh, iron lung. That was, was the, the first single? single. Came out September 26, nineteen ninety four. The next single was a double A side. High and dry, Planet Telex. That was that was four months was later. Insane. No, that was five months later. Planet February, Telex. end of February, nineteen ninety-five. My Iron Lung would have been my last choice. That's what I'm saying. The whole album. No, actually, it kind of makes sense now because I th- I feel like it was a closer to Pablo Honey, maybe, or had that creep thing to it. Uh, well, but I mean, like when you think about, I don't know. It's hard because it's been so much time that's passed. But I don't know. It doesn't. It that doesn't feel like the no. single. After listening to the record, oh, I would have done the single. But I would I have done the bends, like yeah. great start. All right. Well, shit. We'll have no. a knife fight in the alley after. Um, I was already planning on that, but thir- okay, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> third single, uh, May of 1995, "Fake Plastic Trees." Yes. August of 1995, just. Yeah. Uh, and then, almost in a. More than a year later, so January of 1996, they're still releasing singles, uh, Street Spirit. And the sixth single, July 1996, so this is a year and a half after this record comes out, is The Benz. Wow. How the, crazy The is interesting that? thing is that you think about this being like a quintessential rock album, and then you said that, what was it, the second or third single was Fake Plastic? No, no, third. Or High and Dry? Second was High and Dry. Second was High and Dry. That's, there's not a lot of grit to that song. Right. Right. It's a lighter spirited, you know, in, lighter hearted tune. Very acoustic. Acoustic guitar there's, there's driven. Some, there's some little drivey bits behind it just backing it up. Yeah. It's all, it's very light compared to like a compared, just or like a, for know, sure. Sulk. Sulk. I mean, hold, but hold on. And, and, and this is, this is. not talk nice, about Sulk yet. I don't want to, I don't want to cry. <laughs> I don't have flashbacks. Um, <laughs> but I do remember, and this is when. I was turned on to Radiohead was I remember watching the video on MTV it was high and dry and I was like oh this is different than mm. I, I it doesn't never had that whatever right. thing right, that right, I thought right. was so oh, obscure right. it was just a nice kind of acoustic tune and I was like okay I'll get the record fine I'll do it you know and then you know lifelong of, of uh, love and admiration so do you remember the first time do you remember any of those early videos I wasn't ever like a music video know. guy either. I, I don't, you know, very we limited. were we were not um, we were not well off enough to afford a TV, um, MTV. I see a cable. Okay. We weren't allowed to watch cable. Okay, it's kind of like they talk about different kinds of learners, where it's like your visual or auditory or whatever. I never like. You know, I appreciate the idea of a music video, but I was that was never it for well, me. Well, it was just a vehicle for me. Right? Oh, no, I get it. Yeah. Was, no, no, no. That's... He was stranded in Germany for years. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, please send help in music videos. Yeah. So, save me. Yeah. Send me subscriptions to MTV. I don't know. I don't know how they say <laughs> What? I've never been. I don't know. Um, I've never been there. 
that's all right. So we talked about. Um, did we talk about this yet? Uh, kind of your first memory of that record. We haven't done. We haven't done. This no, yet. I've just done it in my mind. No, I. Uh, I think. I think the first experience that I had with it was hearing fake plastic trees. Mm-hmm. And where are you going, sir? <laughs> it was a. He's creeping over. Epic. Did you say creep? Oh, okay. <laughs> that's the Sorry. last. That's the last album. Jujit. This is Jujit. High and dry. Okay. Um. <clears throat> so just edit all that out. Yeah, no, I'm, this is uh, comedy gold. So, fake plastic. I think was the first one because I had heard creep. I liked creep. I, I liked that like they do that. a minor four. That's oh right, my. Oh, I, know, yes. I know I know a bunch about theory. You know, it's, it's no big uh, deal. I've been learning. <laughs> I like the minor four. I, I have do. included it in every one of my songs since. Oh but Fake Plastic Trees doesn't have that. But mm-hmm. it had the just... So what, you heard it on the radio? I don't know. Probably. I didn't have anything else at the time. <laughs> I don't know if, okay. if we covered this. What? I was very poor. I grew poor. up poor. I grew up poor. Very, very poor. 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 It's two R's. I see. Okay, and, so fake plastic trees. Uh, fake plastic trees. Yes, and it was um, just another thing, man. Mm-hmm. It was another planet mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I was from. It was like, what is all this? Mm-hmm. And there were these noises Mm -hmm. that were i don't know if that kind of guitar was allowed if it was Mm. it felt like what i'm sure what some people thought of elvis when he came out was is this even legal like can Mm. you do this i don't think you can do this in a song hips don't lie yeah and the same thing with shakira and (laughs) like how are you doing this right but it was it was like this and then to just fuzz it out in the bridge like when they when they oh. went to that the loud bit you know yeah and it was like oh this is my kind of stuff yeah um because i was i don't know if i've ever told you guys i was a very sullen okay teenager you know living in a basement and so mostly i was living in a basement yeah. i was learning how to play guitar this was probably two years after i been learning to play guitar uh-huh. so i knew like three chords at that point uh-huh. which is i was a very slow learner um but this was like it opened up a a thing so it was you like, started to this learn is a new thing you started to learn those songs no okay i, I had no hope of i was so yeah. far behind oh. I, I couldn't couldn't possibly dream of it and there was no youtube there was no right here's how you play this one right in like ding, two dong, seconds ding, dong, you're dong, like dong. oh my oh, god okay. mm-hmm. It would have saved me a lot of time. Mm-hmm. I had to watch Saturday Night Live when the bands were on. So you did have a TV growing up. Uh, that was I had, a filthy lie. Well, there was there was a TV. I, I said we couldn't afford cable. So I we see. didn't have MTV. Oh. We had four channels. Oh. We had NBC. Yeah, WNBC. <laughs> CBS and Fox, yes. Okay. Thank you, Howard. Um, <laughs> what was your first uh, connection to this record? Uh, I feel like a, a friend of mine gave it to me in high school. It would have been around that time, like '95 or something. And I, I think I like I listened to it. It was it was different for me. I feel like thinking back on it now, uh, that I 
I wasn't, I didn't identify with it as much as I do now because I didn't play guitar yet. Like it was mm-hmm. such a straight, just rock record. And, but I didn't think about it the same way. Like mm-hmm. I was a drummer at the time and I wasn't even like analyzing records for drums mm-hmm. even, but it was just, mm. I, I heard it back then and, and was aware of it, but it didn't like necessarily shape my trajectory as it were mm-hmm. uh, until much later. And then, you know, obviously. So, so, so a buddy just gave it to you and you kind of ran it down and just kind yeah. of listened casually. And I was like, cool, I yeah, got it. It's, cool. in, it's in yeah. my, my three hundred, my case logic yeah, portfolio yes. that weighs 48 pounds. <laughs> it's in my car. That's, you know, just, I love the meme. There's a meme of like, you know, Kids these days when they're driving are so uh, distracted because they had their iPhone and then it's like kids in the 90s and they had like the they, case they, logic and the, and the disc player on the dashboard and chilling there and, and then you're like, like sifting through CDs and <laughs> yeah. do the thing. Dude, yeah, yeah. exactly. It's so, astounding to me that you went to, you got to guitar that late. Oh yeah. Just was, because you're, you're so good at it and so far advanced like i started way before you did and it's i'm just well it took you five years to capture three chords so it's very unfair but it it, it, i'm always surprised when you're like oh no that was before i played guitar i'm like wait i thought you started when you were like four i came out of the womb came out of the womb strumming some minor minor six nines no. So seven to- seven four nine. Seven four nine. I think seven, that's four, that's like Armijo. I feel like that's yeah. Armijo <laughs> came out just just ready to go. Florida, Florida. Um, there was this is off topic, but I'm staring at the live from Laurel Canyon logo there. And there was a time when I was like, oh, my parents would love this, and we took them to the Mim. You can cut all this shit out, but like we took them no, to no, the Mim to go see yeah. uh, the Laurel Canyon show. It was early on in the uh-huh. early days, and. Uh, and Crystal and I took my parents to the show, and like Armijo is just ripping it up. My dad's like, "Hey, can you do? Why don't you do something like that?" Like, well, <laughs> and my mom's like, "He can't. Just stop it. Just don't bother him." <laughs> let's uh, let's listen to the first track. Telex go so good yes when we uh, did the album mm. rehearsal rehearsal right mm-hmm. uh, Sturge had the exact guitar right. and then uh, Roy and uh, Nick Sterling Nick Sterling came in and I we, you and I had talked about this Brian where we were like what are we doing Right. This is a mistake. Where this is not going to go well. This was a bad idea, and I, it was your idea. So, 
I was like, yes, <laughs> you messed up. You have uh, a terrible idea. This is really, this is not going to go well. Yeah. And as soon as they came in, yeah. Sturge came in. Okay. Cool. Well, we know Sturge. Like we know, I know. it's I not going to be he, some bullshit. I knew, he, I knew he would have it. But then the other guys came in and do 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 do. Well, and, and it was like, and, oh, okay. Well, let's just talk this about this. Might be really, really, really fun, and it was. Let's talk about that band for a moment. So, yes. me, Sturgis, you, Roy Cameron on the drums, Garrison Jones on keys, and Nick Sterling, a cat that we I had never played with. I didn't even really know. Neither. And I'm not even. Oh, I think I asked. Actually, I think I asked. Brent, Brendan, Brendan Mc, yeah. and Brendan was like, Said, I, I'm Nick. I can't, but like go Nick's with the Nick. guy. Yeah, yeah. And he rolls up with no charts, no charts, no iPad, nothing, nothing. And crushes. And yeah, yeah. as soon as that happened, do, that, do, 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 it, the do, first do, do, song, you know, we're like, okay, everything's gonna uh, be fucking fine. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. Um, Sturgis, tell me really quickly how long it took you to get those guitar tones nailed down. I feel like uh, you. You called me up at some point and explained the idea of doing this record, and I, I again I hadn't really spent a lot of time with it in, in this many years or whatever. And uh, you had said like, "Oh, will you be my Johnny Greenwood?" I didn't even know what the hell that meant. I was just like, I thought that was like a, I can call you Betty. <laughs> Betty, when you call me, you call me out. Kind of. I was like, is that code for something? I don't, I don't know if it's. it's Dude, that's so, like a. The- proposal yeah musically and i'm like all right and then i listen i'm like oh no <laughs> <laughs> because it, now, You're, well the, fir- the first thing you said was yes yes a thousand times oh, yes uh, and uh, then you listened we're like and oh. i was like well uh can i annul the too late to back out this yeah. is gonna be like a real marriage isn't it no but it was it was like oh my god okay so it's it, like deep dive is a great way to put it. So it yeah. was mostly just uh, listening and, and reading what people had to say about it and, and kind of messing with stuff and finding stuff that I thought, you know, tones that spoke that made, inspired me to play. Like right. it got me going. I guess. Well, and I think, I think you were in the unenviable position of basically having to cover two electric guitar parts. Mm-hmm. So finding tones that maybe satisfied both at some times, you know, right. you'd pick your spots, but it's a process, I would imagine, to find those tones and to get comfortable with them. Well, here's the other thing. I, will, I just have to say before you respond, I think Sturge is the MVP of the album because, number one, he had to learn all the guitar parts because I'm terrible. You do acoustic stuff. That right. was great. But I, I couldn't help very much with the electric stuff. And you covered so much ground and... This record was in 4:32. Oh right. Oh yeah. So that was fun. Uh, so there's this there's an app that I I have that and this is crazy. I had no idea what, that was intentional, right? For, for them, yes, that? it was. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't even realize right what the reasoning was for that. But uh, yeah, there's an app that I downloaded where you can access your Spotify and you can like microtonally pitch oh. it up or down without changing the speed or the tempo. Wow. And so for the sake of my own sanity, I was like, okay, I had a little playlist in that app where it was like, okay, this song's pitched up to this and this song's pitched down to this, this song's left alone where I could just play along and I have uh-huh. to like go insane. Right, right, right. Um, oh my God. Yeah. Here's so, the thing for, for the normal listener. Yeah. 432, the, basically on a guitar, you, what you tune the A string to is normally 440. 440 hertz. hertz. And it's which a, is a certain frequency that 
in mo- almost in West, everybody in Western tunes, music is yes. 440A is a thing. Yeah, almost right. everybody tunes to a 440. And what Radiohead decided to do was to tune the, the A string, which is kind of the bass, you know. Well, that you tune the guitar to the A string. Yes. They decided to change that to 432. So if you try to play the guitar mm-hmm. along with a Radiohead you sound, record you to sound the bends, t- you sound terrible. You yeah. sound uh, just a little bit sharp mm-hmm. for the whole album because it, because the hertz is different. Right. So the and it hurts. Well, your ears. Yes. yes. Uh-huh. Anyone? I, I, are you, we giving out a pun award? Can, Yes. Oh, did I? Are you telling dad jokes to a couple of dads over here, BC? Let's, let's be <laughs> I'm honest. out of my league. Right. I'm <laughs> out of my league. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sorry. But anyway, so he had to learn the entire record out of the normal standard tuning mm-hmm. of the key. So anyway, mm-hmm. that was another level of uh, badassery on your mm-hmm. part was to go ahead and learn everything in standard tuning, but you had you had modifications the whole way so i just i had to say that because that was thanks. another level of difficulty MVP thrown shit. your way thanks vp shit and you destroyed yeah the guitar parts and um i like having you around for guitar stuff because i'm i can't do very much at all and you can always pick up the slack so yeah but you do good. some nice rakes no, you absolutely <laughs> your sensibility is don't yeah don't cut yourself you, short yeah, your sensibility yourself, is great i mean like and even you you get things immediately like if i'm listening and i'm having to discern like this is between this and this i'm like no no just do this this will cover mm. nicely do this and you're like oh like oh, this right. and i'm like yep and like you, yeah. right it's super easy it's right. not well and you, you guys have a wonderful history of, of making music together, and and so there's that, that synergy, there's that the open band, communication, yeah. there's that thing. But I mean, I told you on the pod when you had me before about the. the I don't the, remember the, our podcast, do you? I I've heard it. <laughs> I remember I, it. I remember it all. I texted you desperately <laughs> asking to hear it before, before it went, went live. live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, you were right, one of the I, very few I people, guess. by the way. Oh, I was. Be- yeah. All right. Well. Yeah, I had You're to, just covering I, your ass. I, I had it. to see. Uh, no, I just wanted to hear it for the first time, like everybody else. I just want to hear before the rest <laughs> of the world. <clears throat> but uh, so, uh, no. But learning this record and playing it like that, like you have to like in, embody somebody else's mm-hmm. mindset. Like it's mm-hmm. an interesting thing mm-hmm. to do, uh, and it kind of changed me as a player. I think we talked about that a yeah. little bit. But like there are things I do now because of Johnny Greenwood that I would have never have done had we not. So this done has this. come up in our in our writing where and just you guys are in a band called vinyl station yes and when when we're coming up with a part or a section or whatever it is there are certain times when he'll put on the johnny greenwood hat right and just go off right and it's like a oh okay uh, i'm i didn't hear that before he learned this entire record right right and then now it's it's almost like a little you know, and it's another tool in the shed yeah. to go to and go like, maybe I should, you know, maybe this song needs a little crazy Johnny Greenwoodness, Right. And he knows what, what that, that is. means. Right. And it's not that, uh, he copies the parts or no duplicates anything, but it's, yeah, it's like it's an, approach. an approach. It's a, it's a vibe. It's a feeling. And it's, it's really interesting the way that he can absorb another guitar player and then, yeah, have all of that at his disposal oh it's, and it, it, there's not an all of that it was just like a kind of you know it's kind of like 
you learn the whole Portuguese language in 20 minutes? Like, yeah. Not all of it. Not all of it. Right. Right. But enough. Yeah, just enough to get <laughs> enough by. Enough to get and, by. And I can order a, I can order a beer and, and have a nice yeah. meal. I can yeah. order a sandwich and find the bathroom. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, I think you did way more than that. Wow. Thanks, but man. You can order a filet, uh, a particular red wine, so, so, some sort of specific dessert. So to, just to take it back to Planet Telex really quick, uh, I feel like just to my, what I said earlier about uh, what a master class as to how to start and end a record, like this song, just Great it's, it's all wispy. Yeah, it's just like, come uh, on. Like who, who like, you know, just producing this and putting it in a sequence that it's in and like just to... Yeah. And like yeah. all that. Yeah. And then it comes in with a slicer on the guitar where he actually had, Johnny had a... Uh, uh, it's called an interrupter. It's called a, you know, um, um, lots of different things, a stutter or whatever, but you can put it literally like it's a button on your guitar that when you press it, it cuts the signal coming out mm. of the guitar. And so you dip, 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 dip. And, and, uh, wow. And so when they do it live, it's heavy on that. But right. when you listen to the record and it's like a lot of that on piano too, but, mm-hmm. but, uh, and, and it, this kind of sets the tone for the record trip for me because mm-hmm. it seems like so much of what he does on guitar is so unapologetic. Yeah, it's all of this just, uh, just right, mm. kind of angular, oh, it's out of not, nowhere, it's not, out of left it's, field. It kind doesn't, of thing. yeah, it doesn't fit, and it's all just like, ah, this is what I'm doing right, right. here. And like, yeah, I just, it, it, to your point, it was like, yeah, it's like I'm, this is different, this right? Is not what I've heard before, this, right? Yeah. But what a great kind of. Uh, palate cleanser in the sense that they're setting the stage it that 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 tune kind of has all the elements that we'll experience later but it's palatable set right? the table yeah set the, it set it says the fuck there's table. another thing too that i just have to mention that the 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 thing that makes it okay to repeat a lyric in order to build tension or to, mm. to keep repeating a lyric over and over was something that when you hear somebody else do it, you go, "Oh, that's okay." I can you can right. say the same thing over and over. It gave you permission to do that. Yeah, a little bit, and that, I, I don't know that I do that a lot, but it's it's fine. Will to, you at least see just, it as a technique? Yeah, like to and and it does build tension and it drives a point home as long as the line isn't too precious or clever. Or something like that. Like I've yeah. known bands that do that where they're like, oh, that's a clever line. I'm going to do that over and over. And it's right. like, no, no, no. That, now you just ruined it. But something, why can't you forget? Right. Why can't you forget? Why can't you forget? Uh, like yeah. Just, to, just yeah. to repeat this over and over and, and to drive it home. The ending it, of that song for it me is, just, it, it is, like the, is like the best part of a, that song. It's a license for everybody else to do right. that. And that's why I think great bands... Um, do things that not everybody does, but they do it in such a way that it makes it okay for everybody else to copy them. Mm-hmm. Jeff Buckley is one of those ones like where um, he would, he started singing in falsetto when not a lot of other people would. Right. And, and he was like, it's okay to do this. And then right. everyone was like, Oh, okay, cool. We'll do that too. And then other people took it in different directions and Coldplay and yeah. Radiohead and everybody. But um, I love when there's a, when there's a, a unique thing that not a, not a lot of people do that gives permission to lesser bands like us. Right. We j- we only borrow from everybody else. I I have never had an original thought, but um, to borrow stuff like that and to go and to repeat something. Right. 
right over and over like i have a song uh you forget and it's at the end it's just say yes just say yes just say yeah. it, just say it just say it just well, say it just yeah, say it. it's a, and there's something it's a songwriting technique yeah. that, that is now acceptable because it's so effective right right you once you kind of zoom out you go macro on it it's like no, there's a, there's a point to this. It's not because I'm a, l- a lazy lyricist. It's exactly. I, it's a technique it's because to it, hammer because something it home. It does something. Right. It, ha- it creates tension. Yeah. Um, you know, a, a similar thing is like in, in Goodwill Hunting when he says, it's not your fault. And he goes, I know. And he goes, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. And he says it 15 mm-hmm. times in a row. And by the, mm-hmm. by the ninth one, you're crying. Right. Because there's something right. about that repetition that just is like, Drill it home, but isn't isn't it kind of isn't it kind of um, it's a spiritual exercise? It's it's a it's a mantra, you yeah. know. You know, it's yeah. a, it's a it's a prayer. Yeah, and as soon as you right. say something a thousand times, over and over, that and over. shit becomes real. It it's true now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Well, the, it's yeah, or I mean, maybe not, not to get, true, not but to get too deep. But like the logos is to when you say something, you bring it into the world officially, right? And that has you know. From the beginning, yeah, you know, from the uh, biblical stuff, like right. the word was God, and the, he brought right. bring things into the world, and he spoke it, and it existed, and all this right. stuff. Right. I didn't plan on getting into that kind of territory, but it's a true thing. Like where if you if you speak it, it becomes real, and then if you say it again and again and again, right, it, it's more and more part of the world, and it's that was a big license. And I and I think what For another another thing that, that that the ending of that why can't you forget um, is powerful to me because well who is it and what are they trying to forget like the lyrics on this record are rather cryptic my favorite and I and I love I mean that's the same one of the reasons why I love Steely Dan we won't get into it but it's. That he's telling a story, and it's like, well, who who is it, and and what are right. we trying to, what, like, what are we accomplishing here, Jesus? Right. Why and why do you keep saying it? It's just this really impactful tool, lyrical tool right. that you can do to, you know, whatever, create confusion, intrigue, pick your thing. But anyway, what are, Repeti- and I love the I, outro Re- repetition. I had to bring it up on this yeah. one because it's so no, that's a good powerful. Point. Yeah. Tune in next week when we talk about the second uh, song <laughs> of this fucking album. Part hey, 29. Hey, you let's you take can a turn it off whenever you want. Uh, <laughs> it's 6 a.m. and <laughs> we're just <laughs> to track four. <laughs> I love you guys. Moving along. Coming down all week right now And I'm Alone on an airplane Falling asleep against the window pane Double So thank you for singing that one. I wouldn't have been able to hit all the notes. Are we oh, back on? We're back on. I wouldn't have been able to hit those notes. Those are some high notes, man. Baby, I love 
singing this song. I think here's one thing I will say. Don't say it. Whatever happened, oh. it worked out very well splitting up the songs how we did. Mm. I think mm-hmm. we both got enough good ones. You know, there aren't any clunkers, but you got the bends and just and sulk and all of those I would not be able to sing. Because they're out of my range, which is weird. Because you have a higher voice than I do. I th- I might. I don't know, but I'm just glad it worked out because I. There's no way I could sing sulk for sure. Oh no, no one can. No human can. No sing human sulk. can sing it. No. But we're not there yet. The Benz. Oh my. Track two. Oh, one of. I mean, so good. Probably my favorite. But little uh, factoid. Uh, it was written in 1992, so well before this thing came out, mm. uh, predating Radiohead's debut single, Creep. Hmm. Written very early on. Wow. And, and I would say that this was a song um, that had some elements of Creep, but it was, from, for my money, was whether palatable or whatever, it, it like had that kind of angry, distorted guitar, but it really worked it didn't take me out it was it was still so melodic and the imagery is incredible um and it's it's so fun to sing i don't know go i love the use of dynamics in the tune i think it's it's cool we were kind of talking about that on the break but uh how it kind of there's little plateaus and drops Mm -hmm. and and plateaus and it's it's it keeps you intrigued Mm -hmm. uh but also, I think like in, Brian, we've talked about this before. With w- at least what you know, some of the, my approach with music is that like uh, you can, you make songs that are like let's put, pull all the stops, let's mm-hmm. put everything in there and make it amazing. Mm-hmm. And then certain songs, you're just like, I want this to be like this is executable. Like you heard that? Hmm. Check this out. We're gonna do it right now, and it sounds just like that. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like some of these songs, and this one maybe included uh, that. It, like you could just be like, okay, we're going to play that for you right now. And it sounds just like that. Mm -hmm. Like that's what I love about tunes like this. And there's a handful of tunes on this record that I feel like that are that same way. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah. Um, I told you catch this in the break, but I've, I've heard that that intro, that, that first, whatever, 15 seconds, uh, Tom York was in New York city and kind of, witnessed this father and a number of kids who were kind of banging on instruments and he was shouting out orders and and so he just kind of recorded it i guess on a flip phone at that point i don't know what the fuck little recording device but that's the opening of that moment of that song which i think is, is kind of super cool yeah one other thing i think is interesting is this little line in the, in the, in the Wikipedia is uh, during the second verse, Johnny briefly plays a counter melody likened to the Smiths. How soon is now? Does that, does that jive with you at all? I don't know. I don't know the Smiths well enough to, you don't know um, that tune. How soon is now? Uh, no, I, I know, uh, maybe two Smiths tunes pretty well. Cause you I would learned, know it. I learned how to play them. It's like the yeah. one it, it's, it's this kind of epic, um, instrumental, like the lyrics don't come in for like okay. three minutes. Dan, oh, I'll play it for you at the break. Okay. What part of the? I was gonna say what part of the song? Is I it, think it was that, that hit, a, like the counter melody that that Johnny does like in, a Johnny in Marr that, thing. Like right, exactly. Yeah, basically a Johnny Marr thing. Oh, right. in the second verse. Oh, second verse. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but one of my that that's arguably my, my favorite. But I I I feel, I find I think, it interesting that it didn't make Pablo Honey, right? <laughs> so like essentially the Benz was a, was potentially a B side, right? For on Pablo Honey, that's, right? That's kind of cool. right. I love when people don't give up on songs because I think of songs as like sort of children and like. I've written songs that I have given up on and I'm sad about it. Like mm-hmm. I like it deserved more. It deserved mm-hmm. better. Like we should have figured it out or mm-hmm. tried something else or something. And mm-hmm. um, I like when stuff like that surfaces, like where they, they wrote it and they didn't give up on it and it right. came back and it was one of the best ones, right. you know, right. it's a cool, oh, it's a cool thing. That's pretty clever, don't she, boy? Flying on your motorcycle, watching all the ground beneath you drop. You kill yourself for recognition, kill yourself to never, ever stop. Hi and dry. Uh, so again, hi and dry. Hi and dry. This was the introduction to this record for me, and this was the song. This was the song. This was the uh, the uh, music video on MTV. Thanks, mom and dad, for paying for cable. Nice, um, lucky, lucky. <laughs> um, and I remember, I remember just the, the thinking. It's acoustic guitar driven, right? So I'm I'm an acoustic guitar player at that time, right. thinking, oh, I I could even potentially play this. I, I don't know, but it it just had some, there was something about it that seemed approachable, and it's three chords, right? But it was very melodic. It still had you know big moments. I don't know what what do you guys think about that tune? I'm, it's a little bit of an outlier too. Yeah, that's kind of what I was talking about before. Where there's certain tunes that kind of like kind of hang back. There has to be there. You have to kind of come out to come back in, mm-hmm. sort of, in, in in a song or in an album or anything like that. And this song kind of does that. Where, like you said, it's acoustically driven. There's like a little bit of drivey guitar behind mm-hmm. it, and some in some spots, and then leady bits. But like as far as uh, where it lives. You know, kind of energy-wise, it was, yeah. it was a nice little aside for for well, you know. And and again, talk about track, track listing, three. Track, track three. three. It's like yeah, let's bring them back down, yeah. mellow out, yeah. Refill your drink. Can't wait to talk about the next tune. Let's go. Lives with some broken man, a crackpot stabbing man who just crumbles 
do surgery The girls in the 80s Gravity always wins Where's down they did it high and dry was okay broke right, it down right and then they went further down into the abyss yeah to find plastic trees about a guy who was made of plastics plastic and he has polystyrene which is a thing that's only found in england <laughs> in the 1920s <laughs> and his head was made of polystyrene okay and there was a uh, plant and there were people <laughs> And they were terrific. Anyway. Anyway. Not to get political. No. <laughs> um, super patient. I love I love that about this song. Also, the lyrically right up my alley. Mm. These little vignettes. Every every verse is a is another little vignette. And I love how the I love how the chorus reflects who the protagonist is. It wears him out. It wears her, her out. out. It wears him. me out. It wears, him yeah, out. Him out. It wears me, me out. out. Yeah. Like, that's oh, that's just a great brilliant. technique, lyrical yes. technique to pull you. I mean, listen, yeah. uh, every pop trope, don't bore us, get to the chorus. And yet the chorus is different every time. Like, that's that's not a pop approach. That's That's something else. Right. And I think that... That song, I mean, granted, it, it wasn't it wasn't like maybe a huge hit or that that's not like the anthem that they play at the end of the show, but there's something about that song that that just hits on a level. Serge, I don't know. I think yeah, I I had completely forgotten that, that they stayed down. Like you know, it was uh, from uh, it went right into this. I forgot that they they didn't go back up. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, the nice thing too is I think you're appealing to other audiences too when you kind of are in that on that lighter side of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, fake plastic trees. What do you do? It's it's great. It's not a. It's it's a songwritery feel. Yes, but it's not right. a songwritery song. No, it's a rock and roll. This tune. is not a. Uh, your body is a wonderland. No piece of crap. Oh this is. But a, it is the, though. Well, no, it's oh, not. So, okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, it is, but no, it's not but, at all. Okay. So you're both right and completely wrong but, at the same time. But, but arguably, one of the most, I would say, rem- remembered songs from this record. Here's because the thing. It's one of the most covered songs, You can songs play it. That's what, that's what I'm saying. So it's high and dry, too. Right. Three chords. Right. This one. Four five, tops. Four. Yeah. Four. It's four chords. Yeah. 
So the G, the simple, e minor, the really right? really simple. What are you checking his work? Who you? Whose work? His. Of course, all, always. Okay, good. <laughs> well, it's actually an A if you do it properly. Okay, okay, you know, okay. Right. okay. Complete. I see. Yes. Wuss. Oh, and you okay. Don't know how to oh, sing. who sang sulk? Just... I'm sorry. Who sang sulk again? <laughs> okay. Tail between the legs, tucked and ready to roll. I am. Let's go to bones. <laughs> I don't wanna be crippled again. fucking around in that song there there are a thousand moments where the drums go you know like fill through any no it's just parts it's bones. all parts talking about bones right and the question i had when we were listening was that that when when johnny does like the uh, kind of octave up thing is that is that a specific to him do you think i mean is there any other example in there probably is, but I mean, like, that's what I attribute it to when I think about it. Yeah. That, that's why it's a part of me. Like, because I mean, in the end of the day, we're all the sum of our, our influences, you yeah. know, and that's, you know. I think. Uh, when I do that, I think of him. I think. Yeah. Rage Against the Machine was influenced by that last Oh, movie. for sure. Yeah. Right? Tom Morello. Oh, yes. That's, that's something that he it, used it a lot. Felt, it felt like th- that kind of. Yeah vibe and then the pushes were really cool yeah um when you weren't expecting them but that the guitar feel definitely felt like it influenced a bunch of people and don't on some level well maybe not the first song on the record but that song feels like it, it it it's a big rock song like you could hear it on a big stage it has that energy um maybe similar to the bends but that that is a song that's like i feel like it needs to be on a big stage it's a big yeah. rock it's kind of a big rock production in a way and it's a it's a bass drums two guitars yeah. vocal right. right it's a straight ahead the, rock yeah. yeah it's just straight ahead there's there's yeah. not a lot of frills right. like that's what i love no, about a lot no of tricks. these tunes on this record is there's not a lot of frills yeah. some of them that's not the case but a lot of them it's just like this is a straight ahead rock tune and I there's no it. kind of auxiliary things right. psychedelic things or right. no, things it, happening in the background nope it's just a bunch of cats no 18 synths yeah no, it's just a bunch of guitars once like, nigel godrich comes around yeah Things change. She's great. I love all that stuff. But it's this, not, is, you know, this Nigel, is more Nigel. Well, yeah, mate. You know, you know it's not. You know, sometimes you got like you know. Actually, when you guys layers. were asleep, I I synthed out forty tracks, mate. By the way, I'm so surprised that um, Jeff Goldblum is here with us tonight. Ah, yes. Well, he's 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yeah. I love the uh, uh, the bands. Yes, it's. I think my th- fourth favorite Radiohead record. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, but 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 I uh, I like all the the Radiohead and the new wave. Yes, yeah. Oh my. Yes, yes, yes. How long can I do this for? No, I don't I think. Don't. <laughs> I can't take any more. I didn't care for Creep, but I thought that uh, Street Spirit Fade Out was pretty good. Mm-hmm. But, 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 oh, I'm <laughs> not sure how that was supposed to end an album or record. or. Okay, we're moving on. <laughs> You you asked for it. You asked for it. I know it's so I didn't volunteer. I don't regret it. I love singing this one. Uh, it's this delicate mm-hmm. melody mm-hmm. over sort of an acoustic vibe, and then there are, there's stuff bubbling underneath mm-hmm. the guitars, this guitars, the cello stuff, whatever strings underneath. But everything is sort of the production is perfectly done because all of the extra stuff is kind of buried and it's only on your third or fourth listen that you're like, Oh, is that a cello? What's mm-hmm. going on? Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a good, dun, 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 right. like the good big guitar part, which I like. Um, but then there, it's always this, and then the chord progression is great, but there's this delicate vocal. Yeah. That's just I think this. the essence of the song is delicate. Right? Yeah, it's this. It's it's and we rapped about this. It's the first six eight tune on, and it has okay. this kind of like easy lull to it, and you kind of sway back and forth to this thing, and there's strings, and then it, shit it goes haywire. What do you call bit. that? Like in the construct of a formula of a, of a tune, it was, it's like, like a, a bridge or something. I don't yeah. know but what it yeah. is, but it's yeah. instrumental this, bridge. Instrumental this, bridge. This fierce, just departure into a whole mm-hmm. different genre and then or a whole different texture and and it's there for a minute and it gets fierce right and it gets and it gets big and it gets bigger and then it just drops out and it leaves as quickly as it came mm-hmm. and then now you're back to nice dream and it's like and, and, we, and again nice that dream. that lyrical repetition at the end nice dream and it's this it's this it's crazy there's a vulnerability to it there's a there's a uh, there's no other word but delicate and it's uh, the delivery of it. He didn't ever lay in like, right. fully. It was right. always this, if you think that you're just this back. Enough. These back octaves too, it's just. Strong mm. enough. Like. Um, yeah. I think it's brilliant. The, 
the technically delic- the delicacy you know, of it right it, like it's treated with kid gloves it's like right. this um it is sort of a dreamy thing and and i like that they didn't drown the uh vocal in a bunch of dreamy verb, verb right or do any yeah. effects like that they didn't make it too obvious but the the um the tone that he del- that he delivered the vocal with was really important it was just this very yeah. light yeah touch like yeah. a very um and, yeah. and maybe, Serge, you you can talk to this. So, uh, uh, what happens kind of quarterly in that moment from nice dream, nice dream, nice dream, and then it goes to the it almost it doesn't change key, but it goes a very different place. Do you remember what that is? I I don't off the top of my head, but I know what you mean. But it, there's a a passing chord that sets it up very nicely into this deep dark. Uh, just dirty yeah. section, which I think, is rad. I think I might remember it more because I was doing the chords. You were doing the the lead line, um, uh-huh. but the chords are just this this big ascending. Uh, thing. Oh, majors. And then he's doing this. Right, right, right. So he's doing all this stuff over it, but it's this this major ascending interesting thing that's that's a complete departure from the light uh, right minor well, afflicted the beauty of it thing. is at some point if somebody's like and then we're gonna go like this yeah right and that's what i think yeah. is cool where it's just like who what like the, right. somebody thought to be right like, oh we've got this cool swingy like this little yeah. swingy bit like six easy eight also. i didn't easy, and then like now we're gonna just <laughs> fuck shit up and yeah. here we go fuck yep, your yeah. dream yeah here we go and then and then we're gonna just <laughs> now float, it's a nightmare we're gonna float right back out right. of it like it's just right. so well done yeah. also i didn't know that this song was in six eight until today so thank you for that. You're welcome. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here for you. Next song. Next. Don't get sympathy hanging at the 15th floor. Change the lights three times. I still come Let's hear from Garrison Jones. So my favorite song on the Benz album is probably Just, because that was the first song that I heard on the album, um, because I played a show back in the day with my then band Prague. We played a show at Rogue Bar and all of the band with other bands too, and it was all covering Radiohead. And we got that song just. And I remember that's when I had, had discovered the album because I was like, I had only heard OK Computer first. You know, I, I discovered Radiohead late. I heard OK Computer and I was like, I remember I was mad because, like, I didn't know that you know, about Radiohead. I was like, oh, Motorhead or, or you know, Metallica. It's like, it's just one of those bands. I remember hearing OK Computer first and I crashed my, I almost crashed my car, dude. But 
Uh, then we got all, everyone's playing songs from different albums, and I hadn't heard uh, the bends at all, but we played the song Just, and I was like, okay, this is the whole like ascending line. It was just like genius, and the harmony, and the chords, and everything. So that's how I first heard about it, and uh, I think that's still my favorite song off the album. Just. Just. This was my favorite one to play. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's schizophrenic. At first, it was the mo- the one I was most intimidated by, I think, but then uh-huh. eventually it became like my very favorite to play. Because it, it goes in a thousand different directions. Well, it does. And now I start to understand the bipolar comment that uh-huh. people made, but... but I still don't think of it that way. I think it's just like it's just dynamic as good shit. dynamics, yeah, dynamic. And it's peaks and valleys. I think one of you guys said it a minute ago, but uh, where almost to a like you're using it as a device. Yes, where it's just like ah, it's big, it's small, it's big, it's small, it's big, it's small, and then, but it's it's really entertaining how how much it dances in between those two. It'll just dip, and, dip down and then dip jump and back sonically. In and, yeah. Right, it goes in a number of. You know, you were saying, you know, it has this really crunchy guitar, and then it goes to just like a clean strat, oh, the, and then it goes to something else. And the, it, the end is so funny to me. I don't want to jump ahead, but like the end, is, it, he's he's into, into like a whammy, and it, the, the guitar is so high up and octaved yeah. up, and there's nowhere else to go. Right, and he's just sitting there on that one note, and there's just nowhere to go. And and then just and the band drops out and it's just him and the drums and then he's just like right. and then it's, right. and he's just like turn off my pedal and now he's gonna blam but then they all come back in and then all comes back in and it's like fuck that's so cool I love I love that the drummer knew what was happening he might have looked at the drummer during the how much, recording how much of it is like happy accidents well that's what I mean like you're just like that's what I mean like he's not he's not ready He's not ready to end the song. He looks at the drummer and he goes, keep going. And the yeah. drummer gets it and keeps going and they keep rolling tape. And then he goes into something else yeah. and then everybody else comes back yeah. in. And that could be, I mean, it might be orchestrated, but it, I like the idea better that it's it was so like romantic. A, a fun I think about it the same like, exact way as you, where it's just like, it's so romantic to think it's just like, keep oh, going. Like, oh yeah, no, keep, this is all, this is all just off the cuff. And keep it's going. Like, yeah. And it's just, Right. And, and then they just kind of, <laughs> it didn't sound like that. It was better. But uh, yeah, the Maybe fact that, you know, that's exactly how I think about it too. Where somebody, hey, everyone. I, I don't feel like they were like, oh, well, okay. Everybody's going to drop out except for Johnny. And then the right. drum's going to go. And then you're going to keep going. And then you're going to play one on, chord on just clean. One, one note, really, really <laughs> loud. Just keep going on that note just over and over and over again. And then like after that, uh, then you just kind of, we'll come back in. We'll, yeah. We'll come back in. You do one chord clean. Then you switch to another overdrive, and then you do another, and you do this whole other outro that we weren't planning. I like the idea that it was all live, yeah, and there, in a room. There's communication. This, this tune may have become my favorite, actually, on the record. I, I kind of danced around a bunch, uh, but this one definitely was the most seemed to be the most daunting at first because mm-hmm. it was so outside of my comfort zone personally, right. but. Once it was kind of in my wheelhouse, that was like this was a, a, a one I looked forward to. And and correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't it doesn't it kind of exemplify all the things we love about Radiohead? As we said, these counter melodies, different tonal things, uh, dynamics, um, um, 
repetition of lyric, like th- like this is the blueprint for Radiohead, right? Yeah. It's, it has everything that we've been talking about. This song has all of that shit. Acoustic guitar, uh, Johnny Greenwood counter melodies, repetition lyrical, the, peak, uh, the, the peaks, and, peaks valleys, and valleys, like all the, the shit. stops, like, the, yeah. the dramatic stops, and, and then, then back in. And then diff- clean tones, dir- yeah. crunchy tones, yeah. like... It doesn't it checks, this, it checks all the it boxes, checks all the boxes, man, the Radiohead boxes. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. Feel, I feel the same way. To me, yeah. this is one of my favorites. This is not my favorite, but I I love it. But it's not my favorite one. That's fine. We'll get to the favorites. I'm gonna cut this out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> First of all, how did you get the tone? Uh, so he's doing a, it's kind of a Digitech whammy, which is a pedal that essentially will, will pitch bend your guitar up a certain number of steps or whatever, but essentially the sound is like, it's an octave up, but the way that the effect works is that it's, you know, from the seventies. So it wasn't great with polyphonics, which is like more than one note at a time. So if you played one note, it would say, okay, I'm going to make that. Uh, you know, an octave higher. Right. But if you start mixing in uh, you know, undertones and harmonics of a guitar, it's going to get all weird. And this song was delivered perfectly the way that it was recorded. And then I was telling, I was saying to you, Brian, on the break here, that this was one of the most daunting ones for me because the, you know, the rig that I was using and the setup and everything, it's very much just one guitar out in front when the song starts. And right. it was and it was unpredictably just yeah. warbly and I remember. kind of guessing things yeah. and sometimes are better than others and it's like, Oh God, and I'm I'm setting the tone for everybody and, and so that that to me was the most daunting. Like oh. I said that uh the just originally was so far outside of what I normally do, but this song became the one that I was like the least totally looking, looking forward to because I didn't know what the hell that effect was gonna do. <laughs> right. Well, you crushed it. Well, it was fun. Yeah, come on, man. Uh, Great. Matthew? This one was tough because I had to learn... Are you wearing my glasses? Yeah. I was hoping you would put... You were wearing my hat earlier, too. What's happening? (laughs) I was was hoping you would put yours on and go, Ah, what? (laughs) I'm going to throw up. (laughs) No, I'm Jeff Goldblum. (laughs) (laughs) I can't can't see you with these. Yes, I like the uh, prescription. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. No, 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 no,
If he started doing that, just I'd be like, ah, he's full of shit. Like, <laughs> the, the whole thing. The, it's the glasses. <laughs> All right. Um, so, uh, so to sing, I had, I had to learn seven chords, I think, from oh the song. My. So there was one, the the, um, the flare, 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 the foxy lady chord. Oh yeah, ding, 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 right. Ding, ding, That's ding. a good one to have in the arsenal. Yeah, you need that. Um, that one I didn't know before the song, and then uh, Sturgy was. Uh, uh, nice enough to show me that. So all of that, and then I'm I'm trying to do that, not while I'm singing, but it's right after a line, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you're, it's it's a lot. So this one was Playing tough. Guitar and singing. Yeah, it's, it's hard. Complicated. It's so hard. It's so hard sometimes. I mean, now, no no comment. You say it like that. <laughs> When you say it like that, it sounds uh, ridiculous. But this one, because because well, because when you normal stop chord, singing, normal then you have to play the guitar, and that's it. Oh, but when you're doing like you know, foxy lady chords, and then going all the way up and down the neck, and it's a whole you know adventure. you know what was the the coolest part about it was that you killed it, and like it, it, I was telling, I was I said this to Brian a minute ago, where it's Thanks, like uh, you know Brian had his stuff on the acoustic, and I had to like. I'm hearing all these things and I'm just trying to like pick what I hear and then cover that. And then if there's certain things I have to cover, but there's something else that has to happen. I was like, Hey man, I got to delegate a little bit. Right. So here's what you got to do. You, you just killed it every time you, I would show you, you're like, I don't know how to do that. I'm like, well, it's like this. And then you'd be like, cool. And then you would do it and then you did it. And it was great. This one. I remember, thank you because this one, I remember you showed me how to do that part and I had you, I think it was you. It was either you or Garrison. Um, videotape me doing it, so I knew that it was me doing it, and I I could do it. VHS, blah blah blah. blah. Yeah, VHS and then yes, and then uh, I had to keep rewinding the tape just to see myself <laughs> play this guitar. No bits in, in my phone, and I I never uh, deleted it because if we ever have to do this again, I'm gonna have to go revisit that tape again. But um, in my phone, there's a there is a video of me doing that that weird chord with the 13th added thing or whatever and then the dun, 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 oh i see dun. well, well so i think the foxy, like, well, the foxy lady thing and i remember that because nick sterling actually was the one was like yeah you know the foxy lady chord like like Jimi hendrix it's like that yeah. it's like a major and a minor at the same time and you're like i don't know and he's like it's like this and then you did it and it was like okay cool That's but cool. i showed you the you little blah, the, blah, 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 the, right. the but uh, and so i, I recorded that whole sequence all together and made made you record me and then was like send that yeah. to me so i have that in my uh in my photos somewhere right. you know um right. because and th- and this was another one where it was like um it was a challenge vocally because uh, i don't know any of the lyrics i was like my uncle doing the stuff and uh-huh. everything i don't know okay th- this, so this one was a challenge but i it was it was one of the most exciting ones at the end, like yeah. when we were going, it was yeah. like when you just rip it up at the end. It right. was like, oh, come on. Oh, I, I loved the end. I loved the middle. Yeah. I loved all of it where I could just like tear it up. It was mostly this, the, those those sections where it was like the intro and there's a section right. in the middle where it's just me right. on guitar and then just relying heavily on this effect to not... Go, not <laughs> like you know, and as it would, because it just that was part of the charm. Could and also it could I didn't, go south. I didn't yeah. have the real deal, you right. know, the digital 
Grammy. So you didn't just, you didn't yeah. buy that pedal for the show? I did not do that. I did not install I'm a just, slicer button on my. I'm guitar just wondering either. your yeah. commitment to well, the project. Let's, let's just a talk little about bit. This, uh, yeah. Why don't you know? Yeah. Okay. We're okay. gonna we're gonna have a knife fight yeah. later. Yes. Yeah. In the parking. Yeah. Knives out. Okay. Inside of me Every day Every hour So sad Was bulletproof Works me Mold me, heal the pins and stab them in. You will turn me into so sad. That's the ultimate like testament to what I was saying about this album being so versatile and kind of ups and downs and yeah, and, and that song never even went for it. That was like that was maybe the most docile yes. song of all of the record. And, and so not even far. not even sticks, right? I mean, I feel like they're hot rods. Oh, you know I what mean, I'm saying? Hot yeah. rods. It, it, it not or brushes maybe. I mean, it was. It just sat it at this so thing. Just it gentle. didn't go anywhere. So gentle. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was a little like nice dream, but it never went anywhere. Right, like, nice dream goes yeah, to a nice goes to a night driving thing. Has a nightmare. dichotomy. Yeah, this, this song one was has, just... is bipolar. <laughs> this no, one is no, no, no. baby. No, I'd say it's you know. It's, right. uh, I agree or disagree. It a, it's tiny little... This song is not on the spectrum at all. <laughs> <laughs> this one was uh, this one was really fun to sing because it's. And coming off of my iron lung, yes, yeah. So like, uh, to, to my point earlier, yeah, yeah, I mean, right. like this is you know, we we talk about appreciating the record for what it is, but then we also are kind of bouncing back and forth to like performing this record. Yeah. And so because of what I said about this being like a, a my iron lung being a super tense moment for me, like this was like a okay. Do like, you even uh, do anything this in is this a, song? This is a relief. Yeah, I did some shit in the middle, like with. A scoodle do yeah. and a scrap of two yeah. and a scoodle plow. Did a little, no, we did a little Jack Black the, thing dude, in the, the middle. Dude, the scoodle plows. You cannot argue the scoodle uh, plows. Hey, scoodle I'm the f- I'm the fucking. Roll. I'll be the first person to tell you. If a song doesn't have a scoodle plow, I'm not interested. Well, I think I'm that's. Right. I did at least two. <laughs> scoodle plow. <laughs> okay, shit's getting strange. Uh, in a in a in a in a, in a very delightful way. Um, anything else about Bulletproof? I wish I was. I love Bulletproof. No, it's so calm. Yeah, and I mm-hmm. I like the idea of palate cleansers, but the mm-hmm. the palate cleanser 
idea sometimes it's it means like oh we just threw in a clunker because the mm. last one was really rocking and that this is not a clunker this is no this is really beautifully written um incredible falsetto uh, very yes. cinematic and sinewy and sinewy and, oh my god um, did anybody else just get pregnant uh <laughs> oh my <laughs> My <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh my God. Jesus. I, will we well, ever get through this? I it's well know. worth the wait. Okay. Thank you. Um, I've been practicing. No, bulletproof is amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, can you imagine this song anywhere else in the record, as far as like sequence wise? Okay. Good question. No. That, that's, no. That, no. It that, had to be no. there. Think about it. that's what I'm saying. This whole thing is a masterclass on how to put your songs in order on a right. fucking record. Like the, the, Well, it, we it, we have we have a bunch of bangers. Right, I would say I would close with this with that song. No, I, I would. That's what I'm saying. I, I would. This is why we should have not shot you to death with. It's because you darts. haven't written Shit. Street Spirit yet. That's why. And then we'll wait till you write that, and we're like, yeah, that's get... the end of the record. And then we. I feel like this. This should have been. Well, look at it. Uh, so, so planet. Let's keep going. Take, I want to hear the next. Plants Alex, come on. The bends up, high and dry, fake plastic, low, bones, nice dream. It, it, it goes both ways. Mm -hmm. uh, just up, my iron lung. Both. A little bit of both. both. And then this is bulletproof. A drop, and then Black Star is kind Don't, of a you're medium. Jumping at, you're jumping ahead, man. Sorry, babies. All right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> That thing that you got, I yeah. saw that. Yeah, a, tra a wee trailer, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Crystal surprised me with it. Oh, Anniversary. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> okay. Um, Black Star. Oh my. <laughs> okay. Black Star. Oh. <coughs> I love singing this song. I love it. It's going. It's going. All right. Okay. Uh, I found it interesting that this is the one that Nigel. There was a different producer. Nigel. 
on this one track. Yeah, and so I'm, yeah. now I'm scrutinizing it. Like, right. what is it about this what is treatment that, like, that they're like, that the first the, cat, you, that you're the, like, they're like, you're the guy forever now. Right. Oh, right. Uh, you know Interesting. I mean? yeah, kinda, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there, yeah. Wasn't that kind yeah. of the story you said? Yeah. Uh, Crazy when you think about it, because nothing stands out. Well, no, I, but I was I was kind of scrutinizing it to see what it was, and it was uh, it it all sounded really nice, and it was true to form. It was like true to their sound. It was yeah. nothing was a big departure or whatever, and the the vocal harmonies were really nice. The way that those were treated, and it still had the peaks and valleys like we talked about. I don't know. I think that uh, lyrically, this song is one of the most compelling. Um, again, vignettes. Uh, that, that that like, if if every verse takes me somewhere, I'm I'm in. Like, what is it, man? That right. was that. I think I just drink a whole bunch of like just bitters. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that I drank a, an empty glass that just had just had bitters in it, and and orange bitters. Yeah. <clears throat> That's a rookie move right there. That's yeah. a, that's understandable. But, you know what's cool? I'm going to throw up about something else. <laughs> I love Black Star. I love the lyrics of it. I love everything about this song. Uh, and I love singing it. It's the, so fun to the sing. The guitars are are a little bit more forward. It's yeah. a little like beefy distortion and stuff and, like that. And, and, but it's written and produced kind of like a pop song. I don't want to say a mm-hmm. pop song because this... It doesn't apply, but it kind of is, right? It's like, formulaic. I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's it gets in, it, gets out, it, right? And, and don't and, bore us. Get to the chorus, and and it, and it never really has a moment in some of the other songs that just go on a left turn, right? Right. It's just like here we are. It's three and a half minutes. They didn't and, go. And, actually, it's over four minutes. It's not a it's not a pop tune, right? right. A pop tune is what three twenty to three forty five. Yeah, yeah, yeah three thirty. But but still, but still, I think the formula is a little bit more linear than some maybe some right. of the other tunes. Yeah, I mean, a lot of them. That was kind of the beauty of what it was. Was a lot of like, you know, it's here and now we're there and now we're you know, it would just go nuts. And then come back. And like the, right. the dynamic shift was so diverse. On this right. one, they yeah, they never went to the moon, but it it works great, and it's a beautiful song. And uh, I love when bands are confident enough to go to a drum bass uh-huh. vocal, right? Drum bass right. vocal. Right. There's something about that to there's strip a, it all away. There's a patience and a confidence in that, like. This is all we need. This is it and right here. You add something in so that you can take it out. This is one of something. Well, we talk search, about this shit all the time. Talk about it. Add it to take it away, or take it away so that you can add it. Yeah, you come in big so you can drop out. That's the only right. reason you do it. Well, right. and and it's and it's uh, one, two, three, four, five cats. Right, two guitars, two guitars typically. Tom potentially on keys or or guitar. Right, and and I I, I agree. It's a it's a it's a confidence in the in the bare minimum the writing. Can yeah. you take right. this to bass right. drums vocal? Right, and it still works. Right, I think. I sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I think like this song is. There's no like Johnny Greenwood like right. wizardry. There's no wizardry. That's that's part right. of it. Maybe that's like to yeah. your point where about it's like it's pop sensibility or it's like it's kind of like that. 
it just it's accessible because it, there is it isn't a, a bunch of wizardry it doesn't take you off in some crazy adventure right. right to come back this is just like this is the thing yeah it's a yeah. great great song i love doing this one solo too it it, it 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 totally translates solo i i want to learn this one cuz i never cuz you sang it i never right. learned it i learned my parts on oh. on the um bro added to the repertoire for the record but i never learned how to do it and there Add are some the there are some that we both did right which it's another thing that i have to say i think uh, i don't know if we said this earlier it's probably 4 hours ago but uh i love how we ended up splitting up the songs mm-hmm. cuz they ended up being um very good for both of us yeah. i think we divided them up perfectly. Right. Well, and, and there are a few songs that we both do. Right. But most of them, most of the ones that I was like, I can't even try. You were like, I got it. I love that one. Oh. And some of them like, I, and I was like, so relieved. I was like, I can't do Sulk at all. Well, I, I can't do I Sulk. can't do. No one can you know, do Sulk. We've talked about I can't this. do Just. Yeah, yeah. yeah I can't do, you're you know, jumping ahead though. But I just love that you took the ones that you did because you crushed them. And, um, I was so relieved to be able to do ones that I was comfortable with. And then I learned a lot from learning the ones that I didn't know, mm-hmm. but uh, thank you for not making me do so. You know, <laughs> I mean, cause com- that was the one that was like, I, there's no way I no. cannot do it. Anyway, you know, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Coming but. from a guy that didn't sing any of this, it doesn't sing anything, but like you guys <laughs> definitely picked the right songs. I oh. felt like knowing you both as singers and having played with both of you, it's it made sense that all of the songs kind of, you know. Well, it just felt natural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, 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 and it felt like it was divvied up really nicely. Like right. it, all, it all made total sense. Right, yeah. Where it, you hear it and it's like, yeah, absolutely. You would. Uh, right. There was never a moment where I'm like, oh no, I'd rather hear Brian right. sing that song, or right, right. or you know, oh Matthew, whatever. Like right. it was, yeah, you did a nice job. Well, maybe you. Radiohead. Radiohead did a nice job <laughs> for you guys. <laughs> so, well, let's go to Sulk. All praise Radiohead. Sit there and So pretty With your sexy or taking the vibes of the three microphone input system i've just upgraded the scene you don't know, worry about it just doing uh, i mean i'm having a very good year doing the podcast things and uh crushing it now i have to say oh uh thank you for singing sulk i no. couldn't i could not have done it okay there's we, no way there's we, no way we figured it out it's a it's a b it's a high b it's a well, yeah, 
It's a high B. And I know, you know, Broadway singers who sing high C, you know. And here I am, a, a fat Broadway. A, a, a fat baritone, a uh, second tenor, uh, to sing a B in full voice is terrifying. I love this song. I love where it goes. Again, this is one of those songs that kind of has all the things about Radiohead that I love. It's the second song in 6-8. There's only two on this record. And it just moves. There's just something about this tune that I love, and I really wanted to sing it. And I remember asking Sturgis, hey, can we take it down just a whole step? He's like, no. (laughs) I mean, you know, because you learned all the shit. It's true. There, there were some things that like relied on open strings on a guitar. I mm-hmm. feel like that was the no. reason I would. I, normally, cute, I would, I would a never. Excuse, yeah. I would never say no to somebody a half as much as Brian Charter. <laughs> like, uh, so yeah. me? Is that what you're saying? I can read between the lines. Yeah, not I so, gotcha. not so fast, Matthew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. No, but it's it's it. There, there I mean, must talk have been about something. I, I, I don't know what. And thinking back now, I have to like put it in my hands or something. But like there, there was a reason where I was like, yeah. "Nah, fuck you." Right. <laughs> like, you had learned it in this no key. Way. No, no, no. But like, don't. You know, that's not. That's neither here nor there. Like, you know, key and what, whatever. Like, I could have done something. There were certain things that were. It's like I can't go lower. <laughs> you can go higher on a guitar with a capo and whatever. But like, I see. There, there was an open string. Um, I see. Sympathetic vibe yes. happening. Like, okay. I'm just like, no, there. You know. And it was, I mean, you know. I think that has to be what it was. That's the only reason I, I said, like, no. <laughs> I don't know. Or maybe, but, maybe we're at the like, second to the last song of the album, and I'm like, you've maybe do so much so far, so fuck you. Now oh, sorry. You're, now you're you have gonna, to sing high now. now. Gonna, oh, sorry, pal. Oh, you sorry, have, your karaoke vibe didn't work out like you planned. <laughs> you have we to, can't do it in A. You have to try yeah. a little. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, um, everybody give her a bread. But Sturgis I, is not I known it, I for it. saying no. By the way, he's he's very agreeable yeah, most of the time. Mm-hmm. So it it meant a lot. It takes a lot yeah. for you to go like no, but actually no. I and that, but, no. But that's why I'm perplexed. That. I have to like think back. Like I must have had a good reason. You did. I hope you did. No, because yeah, I think that was because yeah. I blew out my spleen when I was singing that. Come on. And I haven't had a sip. Your spleen is fine. No, it ran it's away. It's sitting right over there in the kitchen. <laughs> I saw it when I walked in the door. You son of a bitch. Your spleen is fine. It's li- it lives in my backyard now with my tortoises. It's doing really well. Can we talk about sulk, though? Yeah. Uh, not my spleen. Sometimes you sulk. Sometimes you sulk. Sometimes you burn. Sometimes you burn, I suppose. Um, yeah. I'm gonna be God honest. rest your soul. God rest your soul. I'm going to be honest. Man. At this yeah. point in the show, I'm just kind of coasting. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> just, I'm, I'm still just really just so happy that like uh, <laughs> Iron Long what is a not fun. <laughs> Iron Long is over. I'm, just, I'm still on, riding yeah. the high of like, yeah. oh, yeah. just done. We made it's it. almost over. Right. This is I mean, not, not that it, not that I want it to be over. No, it's not I like get that. It. But but just it. like, it's like this is a lot of daunting fucking missions. Oh my God. Iron Lung isn't happening. A lot, a lot of daunting things you have yeah. to do in this in the freaking record. Goddamn thing. Well, so now I just get to. <sighs> we, Here comes okay. Brian singing in that key I told him to sing. <laughs> we, we, his spleen will leave his body uh, in three, two. <laughs> oh my! Also, 
I'm, now I'm worried about your spleen. But also, I feel like this podcast is we is picked, it, we picked the right lead guitar player. Yeah. Oh, of course. Oh, we stop. Come on, crush. I mean, Absolutely, no one could do that. No, no. one could do what he no. did. Uh, no one could do that. Spend the time to. Uh, all right, it's it's well, it's three things. One is find the tones, get the tones. Tones. That's it. Perfect. Right. That's perfect. that's a big part of it. Learn the parts. Learn the parts, but combine. Yes, distill two guitar players right. into one. Find the parts that are the yeah. most anthemic or the most memorable, the ones that drive the song, and then just be a good hang. Okay. That's I'm, three things. I'm going to go ahead and put the hang <clears throat> first. First. Okay. The hang is first. I've been in a, lo- I've been in a band for a long time. Can I, I borrow some money from you guys? <laughs> <laughs> We've had... Just, just give me, give me a minute. Let me no. just explain. You have thirty seconds. We, that's way more than I need. Twenty-two, uh, seventeen. Still more than I 12. need. Twelve. Okay, just go. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Most important, th- all of you uh, aspiring musicians out there, yes. be yes. a good hang yeah. first, then get good at your instrument, then compliment the singer. Then you're you're gonna have oh. a long, long, a long history, his, long of wonderful career. work. You're gonna get hired for all kinds of stuff. Yeah, uh, Sturge is the best hang, oh, and he always. can play anything. Yeah, and he's down for anything, and he has no ego. All right, stop. and it's dude. His it's a, his nipples are moist. Hold, can I just say one more thing, dude? It's a total mm-hmm. dream because the it, mm-hmm. it's so rare. To find somebody that's like best idea wins. Let's just make the best stuff possible, no. and he'll, he's down for anything. And he's the best hang. And he's whatever. Anyway. Thanks, man. End of rant. That means a lot. I love you too. Love you. That's love amazing. You. Love you. Love you. Um, street spirit. Yes. This is Roy Cameron. Um, Brian asked me to say a couple of things about the Benz record. Um, even though it came out in 95, I didn't really discover it till 96. I was down in London at MI and uh, I 
it, everybody was listening to it, and I was like, all right, I got to, I got to hear this. And immediately, of course, loved it and started listening to it every day, and it became like the soundtrack or one of the soundtracks of me going to college every day to, you know, learn to play drums, which was pretty cool. So <clears throat> my favorite song is Planetelix, just because that's the first song, and just from that opening weird sound to the to the song when it hits i mean it still you know hits me every time so that's it for me thanks i like digital boring songs i like i like songs that are that don't have a lot to them where it seems like it's kind of half written and nobody could think of anything better so you just put it out anyway and this one it's like that it's so good i, I think i think in the scope it, of of the song list now that i hear it you know we we listen to every song that song does make the most sense as the outro because it doesn't really do much I'm sorry. It just kind of sits and does this thing, and it's oohs and ah, nah, you know, and that's it. And then it's bing, we're out, you know. And so I don't know. It, so it, it, it's like almost intentional to not end on any real level. It's not like we're not bringing it down. We're not bringing it up. We're just gonna. This is just like we're gonna simmer out. I think they're we're setting, gonna simmer out. I think yeah. they're setting up. Okay, computer. I don't think so at Stop all. Stop it. Yeah, you're no, you're no. some no. You're, you're, they are fifth dimensioning this whole I don't, thing. Don't Marty McFly you, this thing, man. This yeah, is not what this is about. Fifth like, dimension. You, you, can't, you can't think like a time traveler. <laughs> like, you know. Uh we listened to that song and I was like, I feel like this song kind of like just doesn't really do anything. Do, do anything, but yeah. but because it's great, but it's it's like a little prologue. Yes. Uh, that's that's a good way to put it. It's just it, epilogue. It, sorry. Uh, okay. Yes, I think epilogue. that's what it is. Epilogue, sorry, yeah. my bad. But no, it, no. Anyway, uh, it just kind of like because we've we've been to all the places. Like we get did into all the, the microphone. Thing. We did all the yeah. things. We went to all the places. Right. Right. And and now here we are, and it's just we're just kind of kind of fade out. Right. Literally fade out. Right. And it's just kind of it's nice. It, it leaves you in a nice place. I guess it does. What are you gonna end the song with? Fucking uh, with with just like we we little and like that's the album. Like no, no, you can't do that. No, I I, I now that I listen to them, I, sorry, sick, I clipped your pre app. I apologize. I'm, I'm gonna cut all this shit up. I think I think you know what that does. It it that song is a nice button on that record. A word, a and button. I and I a button that might be my. I think this might be my favorite one on the whole record. I loved singing it. Okay. I love the simplicity of it, and I love the patience of when they just come in with, no. Mm, right. Like whatever. It is. There's no bridge. Just no it's bridge. That it's same guitar a couple, part. It's a couple lyrics. Thing. It's a couple right. verses but and then, and out. Right. And you can just hum some stuff. Right. And there's no. I I love anticlimactic. Mm-hmm. Things where yeah. it's just good, and you don't have to feel like you have to bring in horns and blow everybody's mind. Grapes, you can just go. 
Right. And it just stays. I I think we probably talked about this in the Tom Petty one where I I like the songs that stay at a four right. or a five. You just go, it's got a cool hook. Right. Some some melodies on the guitar. And then you come up with a something simple. You don't overthink it. You don't have to come you don't have to try to blow everybody's minds. You just go, there's the Well this is the song and it's fade out it's, again. It's craft. And that's, right. That's it's not I mean there's beautiful. no I don't get the sense that there's any improvisation on this record, right? It everything is intentional. Yeah. That that's one thing I yeah. like. Uh, except for the thing we said earlier. Except for the ending of um, uh, yeah, um, uh, Meyer and Lung. Was it that? I don't, I don't know. know. Uh, Maybe. Okay. So you, you, was, you, any of Just? Was it Just? Maybe it was Just. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I think that, anyway, that, yeah, that yeah. leads to the bipolar <laughs> thing. Yeah, you know. yeah. To your All point, right. yes, you're probably You know what I'm sure. saying? Yeah, it's yes, like yes, everything yes. is intentional. Everything is patient. Everything has a place. Everything in its right place. What hashtag next podcast? Can you imagine hashtag this song in the middle forward. of the album? Huh? Be, can you imagine this song in the middle of the album? It would have been a, kind of ridiculous. Right? Well, I, if I, I like to think about records as vinyl, so an A side and a B side, that would have been a nice B side start. You could you know, have maybe just maybe pa- swapped, again the the, the maybe, palate cleanser. Street spirit maybe swapped bulletproof in this one. Yeah, but right. I think right. I think they did I think, it. You I think could. They, they could, but you. I think they did it right. Oh. No. Um, do you right? know, Do you have this on vinyl? No, I wish I did. How does it split out? I don't know. Do you think they thought about that? Probably not, because they were making that's a, it. That's in, a mentality too, man. Well, yes, CD. The thing that I said was like you know picking your song order. You had to do that right. twice, right? For a record back in the day, you had to do it like for the first well, half of the second and half. The, and the and the crazy thing is, it was a it was a physical decision. You only had so much wax, and you had to decide in well, that amount yeah, of time. Well, yeah, you, you know, you, song duration is your limiting factor, but like, but also, if that wasn't the limiting factor, you have to like to decide like a side b side. You have to do it twice. You have to end the album twice. Yes and no. Yes and no. Half and half. Well, like, but again, to, you have to half end okay. the uh, yeah yeah right. So so CD had a, is a longer play, right? You don't have to flip the thing. So you, you can, can, you can but have, it will not sound it won't, good it won't at work. all. It will sound terrible. Ah, but you have a longer arc to your thing. Right. Whereas on vinyl, you have, you know, what, 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 I mean, I don't even know, what was it, 70 minutes total? No, 75 no, no, minutes no, no. total? It's thir- 47 or something. A CD was like, it, it was like 79 or 81 or something like that. No, 92 no, it's or not that long. A, a compact Sorry. disc? Mm-mm. Oh, a CD. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's longer. Vinyl, mm-hmm. much longer. Long play. Vinyl was like LP. like forty six, forty seven. No, no yeah. way, no way. Forty five. So minutes? you're saying maybe, twenty maybe, twenty? Maybe total. Yeah, it's not that long, bro. We did one oh, where we had total. To, we had to cut a song because we we had. Are you, guys, are you talking about Toto the band? No. Oh, sorry. total. I got you. Okay. You couldn't fit. 12 songs on a vinyl. Well, well maybe yeah, if they you, were two minutes long. Well, yeah, if you're okay. the Strokes, or, you could do or it. Or the Beatles. Yeah. 
Beatles could do it. They were like, we've got so much room, you know. Oh, uh, you know. So oh, got, it's uh, like this. Just a skilly-doo. It's a long and winding road. You know, we can just talk about it. Six more songs on the... George, what are you doing? Where'd you go? Which one are you being? I don't know. I don't. I think I'm... Am I Paul? I don't know. I think you were not, weren't being Paul. Well, if I'm talking about George like this, then I'm talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, what is this? I don't know what uh, this Paul, is. Okay. You know, Paul, can we, like, you know, okay. uh, we we're, we're deleting all this, by the uh, way. No, this is all in. Um, but then George <laughs> would sound a little bit more like this. You know, he would he would be. A I little feel like bit that's more, John. No, no, John was more up in the higher registers. You know, and what was Paul doing? Paul was doing. Oh, it's a little bit. So hold on. Can I just make a decision? A distinction. So. There's like, huh, but then you can go, huh. So it's a little bit more chest voice. Paul's like, huh. And yeah, so, Paul was just more sing song, you know. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. He was the whimsical no, one. That's what I'm talking about. The doodle, doodle, flower, and <laughs> yeah. the long and winding road. And, and George was like this a little bit. Oh, well, he was the he was more of the, the the one who was a little more, more grouchy, wasn't he? Okay, I think we lost the thread on this whole. Thing. We totally did not. That's a perfect George impression. That was good. Hit me one more time. Uh, he, uh, you know, I, I thought he was the one that was more uh, he, he thought out. You know, he he thought it out. He would, <laughs> he would. <laughs> he was more of the thinker of the of the group, and then. Um. And then uh, uh, yes, John, okay, I'll do, I'll do John. Uh, uh, round John, it out, round it out. Yeah, yeah. John was the out. one that was like, "Well, I'm not dead, am I?" <laughs> that sounds Irish. Anyway, he was well dead, wasn't he? It can we're, be, we're waxing uh, this whole thing. Uh, out. No, 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 it's yes. uh, it's all gonna see. <laughs> um, but uh, closing thoughts on the Benz, one of my favorite records of all time. I give it two stars. Sturgis, <laughs> please take uh, this. Please take us away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> an incredible record. I mean, you know, um, totally informed so much of everything, and and such a so fun to sing and play. And I just feel like it's such a great rock and roll record. And it, it, you know, are you chewing into the? Okay. <laughs> I chew ice in the, in the mic. <laughs> in the mic. Um, and what a great precursor to OK Computer, which is one of my favorite. I mean, they're best. I, I mean, they're best. I would, I would have a knife fight if, if, uh, we'll sh- if I could. We'll have a shiv party okay. at the end of this. Yeah, okay. let's go. Um, but Sturgis, uh, inc- you did an incredible job. Uh, MVP. MVP. Thanks, Sturgy. That was MVP for Doing sure. all the stuff. Uh, thousand guitar parts condensed, distilled into one, and tones and every approach was yeah, unbelievable, stupid. Uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I'll never have such an appreciation for anything else, man. It was so much fun to, to sit and learn, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Matthew Thornton, uh, love you, love you, uh, killed it. And and I, I, you know, when I I mean, did I have? The, I had the idea. I, was, this this was my yeah. idea. Okay, this is your baby. Okay, thank you. I and 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 I could think of no other singer that could pull the shit off, uh, potentially better than I could. But I just because I had the idea, I wanted to sing. And but I but I thought you crushed it. 
Thanks, man. Yeah, I did the whole band crew. Garrison Jones, Roy Cameron, um, Nick mm-hmm. Sterling. Yep. Just an incredible band, and I hope that, that we get to bonkers, play it again. Dude. It was bonkers. So yeah, much talent. Fun. Everybody so, so, so amazing. <laughs> we got to do it again. Jesus. And I want to do, I, I really do want to do OK Computer. Let's go. Mm. The light is green. I'm going to pass. <laughs> <laughs> Every, everybody else might do it. Well, who? I love it. Who else are we going to no. get? No, we're going to we're going to hire a bot to Yeah. <laughs> I got I got I got a robot. I got a, I got a robot. He's got a robot. Yeah. We're going to have to start shifting Sturgis until he agrees to do it. Cuz that's that's a better record. Yeah. Oh, oh shit. Did you just did you just say what I think you said? Yeah, okay, computer's better. Oh, you better shut your mouth. Let's time, go. Man. All right. Let's top ourselves. We can't we can't stop. Mm. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for drinking all my whiskey. Love you, B. Love yeah. you. Love you guys. Thanks and for the uh, Jim Beam. Yeah. No. We're looking mm. for sponsorship. Okay. Mm. It's pretty good. Love you. Know? you. All right, love. Bye. Bye. <laughs> 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 and sing. <laughs> <laughs>